with all the talk of Star Wars and the Force Awakening, Star Wars, I think, has nothing on the force that will awaken on Christmas morning as our kids run downstairs into the, into the room where, the, where they're going to be opening up their presents. And in light of that, I actually uh, want to share with you what would be considered maybe a spoken word or a poem. I was thinking about this, and I wrote some things down, and I'd like to share this with you. And, and just pay particular attention and listen to what this says. In a galaxy... Far from being far away lived a man named Joseph with his bay. Mary was her name, and onto a little town called Bethlehem they made their way. From a place called Nazareth, Caesar Augustus said they could not stay. And when they finally arrived after a long road traveled, Joseph's plans for shelter began to unravel. No place to stay not even for the wife. And if you know anything about pregnancy, keep mommy happy or lose your life. <laughs> See, Mary was pregnant, about to have a baby. They needed a room. I can hear Joseph explaining the barn was the only option. Besides, it was raining. Maybe. Now it was time. Mary grabbed Joseph's arm. She only meant to restrain him, not cause him harm. Joseph cried out, I should have got a referral. Now I'm the one that needs an epidural. <laughs> All joking aside, one can only wonder what it was like to sleep out under the same roof with cattle, sheep, and hay as the Son of God was born that day. Not in a palace, not sat on a throne, but laid in a manger with mom and dad alone. The greatest gift that was ever given. Jesus was born that we might be forgiven. All of our sins, healed of all of our sorrows, from yesterday, today, and all of tomorrows. Now isn't that what Christmas is all about? In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, this morning we're gathered together as families, as friends, as neighbors. We've come from the city of Irvine. We've come from all over the place to be able to understand more fully what it means to celebrate Christmas. We have our kids with us. We have our grandkids with us, and if you hear any that are especially loud, don't worry, that's my daughter in the back. In Romans 6.23, it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, there is a way to be forgiven of our sins, and that's through faith in Jesus and saving the world of its sins is the reason for the Christmas season. And as we walk through the malls, as we drive around listening to Coast 103, and we're singing these Christmas songs and hearing these songs over and over and over again, I would invite you this week to maybe stop and listen and pay attention to some of the words. You might think, well, Grandma got run over by a reindeer? No, for the most part, You'll hear songs talking about the birth of Christ, the birth of Jesus, singing of Jesus' birth. 
And as I read, the Bible says that the consequences of sin is death. But remember, what trumps that is the free gift of God, which is forgiveness and eternal life through Jesus Christ. Now, I asked you guys this question earlier this morning, but just by way of show of hands, how many of you here this morning are hoping to get at least one Christmas present on Christmas Day? Wow, you're not? (laughs) Don't have high hopes over here, I understand. So... And it's usually the parents, right? How about getting a present that you actually like? That's pretty cool. Because you can get a present and you're like, uh, thanks, I appreciate that. Now, gifts are interesting things, aren't they? You might think, well, how so? Well, one doesn't usually have to pay to receive a gift. I mean, I hope you don't have to go pay your friends and family to get you a gift on your birthday or at Christmas. Hey, can you like get me something for, 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 my, for my birthday if I give you some money to buy it for me? Could you get me a gift? It kind of defeats the whole purpose of a gift, right? Well, let's just say this morning, you're here and you're in dire need of a car. Okay, I don't know if anybody's thinking, oh, preach it, brother. Yes, amen, in Jesus' name, whatever it might be. You're in dire need of a car because your Razor scooter that you normally ride to work is broken. And to your great surprise, you come down on Christmas morning, and there you see hanging on your Christmas stocking is a pair of brand new car keys. Wow. Dangling from that mantle, you dive and you grab them. You bolt outside, and then you see parked in your driveway the car of your dreams with a brand new bow on top. But... As you see it, you turn around, you walk back inside the house, toss the keys in the fruit bowl there in the kitchen counter, and you start getting ready to walk to work because you don't have a vehicle to go in. And at that point, we ask unanimously, are you crazy? Loco la cabeza, you know, whatever it might be. Are you out of your mind? You have a gift there. Open it. Drive it. Use it. You'd grab those keys. You'd rip that bow off. You'd get into that brand new car and you'd grab the wheel with both hands and take a deep breath and be like, oh, it's mine. Wow. You call your friends, right? When you get something new, you call your friends, you call your family, you call your ex-girlfriend who broke up with you because you couldn't both fit on your Razor scooter and thus you couldn't go on dates. The point is, is that you would open that gift. You would receive it. Now, When I was a kid, I don't know if any of you guys did this, and obviously this is kind of odd to have, you know, confessions of a pastor before he was a pastor type of deal. But when I was a kid, my brothers and I used to try to sneak around the house to find the stash of Christmas presents that my parents had hidden. And we would find that present, and then you'd get there and you'd peel back the corner with the tape. And there were certain techniques that you could use to not rip the paper. And, you know, uh, we just wanted to get a peek at at what it was. And some of you are absolutely relating to this 100% fully. I mean, and then you could grab that gift once you found it, and you could shake it a little bit. Oh, man, Legos were a dead giveaway. You know, those things, oh, Legos, I already know. See, the Bible says that salvation is a gift from God. We read it, the wages of sin is death, but... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yet this gift, this this gift that we describe as the greatest gift ever given to the world, salvation through faith in Jesus, forgiveness of sins, is not ever opened by some people. 
They might look at it. They might admire the wrapping. They might even peel back the corner. Or they might even shake it a little bit to see what it's all about. But if you don't ever open the present or open the gift, it doesn't do anything for you. Now, how many gamers do we have here this morning like playing PlayStation or Xbox or that kind of thing? Listen, just like you can't play PS4 if you never get it out of the box, or just like you can't drive your car if you never get into it, guys, when we don't receive this gift of salvation, really, it's as silly as not opening up the gift that's for you under the tree. They're hanging on the mantle. Or wherever else it might be. You might look at it, shake it, admire it, hear about somebody else's gift, but the gift is personally given to you. In Romans 5, verses 6 through 8, it says, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely, for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But listen to this. The reason why Jesus was born there in that stable, laid in that manger. It says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were sinners, while we were doing things that were wrong, God showed you how much he loves you by sending Jesus to die on the cross for your sins. And so maybe you're here this morning, you haven't been to church in a long time, you've come with maybe a friend or a family member, or, you know, you received a little invite in the mail because you lived here in the city of Irvine, and you are one of the, the people that actually got a mailer that went out, and you're sitting here thinking, what's the purpose, why am I here? Well, know this, that as we are busy shopping and trying to get presents for people and stressing out. You know, I remember one year my great-grandma had fallen and she knocked her two front teeth out. And all she was saying she wanted for Christmas was her two front teeth. And that was it. You know, we can have relationship dynamics that change at holiday times where maybe you're feeling lonely or you're missing somebody. Maybe your family is in another state or another country. And you're here and you're feeling the, the importance of relationships. Well, the most important relationship that you could ever have and that you could ever cultivate and that you could ever strengthen, or even for some of you today here, this morning, that you could ever begin would be a relationship with the God who created you, who sent his only son, Jesus, to be born in that stable and to eventually die on the cross for the sins of the world and rise again on the third day. This is what Christmas is all about. And as we've looked back today at this historical account of Joseph and Mary and Jesus' birth, we're reminded of this powerful truth as it's recorded in Matthew 1, verse 21. That Mary brought forth a son, and they called his name Jesus, and he saved his people from their sins. That's why Jesus was born. We read it in the past tense as it was recorded in Matthew 21. It says, and Mary will bring forth a son and they will call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And so this morning, no, the playing field's level for everybody because we have all sinned. We have all fallen short of the glory of God because there's none righteous, no, not one. And so this morning, maybe you veered off Maybe at one time you were walking close with the Lord and you're not now. And you're reminded this morning how important it is to have a 
close and personal relationship with God. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never been to a church. You're like, man, this is crazy. A Christian church? I don't even know. They meet in a gym? I mean, what's this all about? But you know and you understand that you have done things that are wrong and that are sinful. And that the penalty for that sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life to those who put their faith in him. And so, in a moment, I'm going to invite the children up in just a second and I'll point that out to you, but we're going to close with with prayer, and I want to invite any of you here that if you've walked away from the Lord, that you would come back to Him today. Maybe you would consider yourself spiritual or religious, but you know what? The way that you're living is not in in a way that would be pleasing to God, and you've never put your faith in Jesus. That I want to invite you to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And very simply, all I'm going to do is we're going to pray and if you've never given your life to Jesus, I like you to, I'm going to invite you to raise your hand while all the eyes are closed and everyone's heads are bowed. And I'm going to lead you in that prayer of dedicating or rededicating your life to Christ. As you're going to be forgiven of your sin. And this will be forever a day that you look back on and you say, My life forever changed because of that Christmas day. Because of Jesus being born. It meant my, my place taken on that cross. Jesus took my spot. Paid the price for my sin that I might be forgiven and that I might know God personally. And so would you please join with me as we pray. Father, we come before you and we thank you, Lord. We thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. To pay the price for our mistakes, our wrongdoing. And so, Lord, I pray for these that are here this morning, Lord, if they don't know you personally, that they would come to know you personally, that they would put their faith in you today. I pray for those, Lord, that are hurting, feeling lonely. Lord, those that have cause for sorrow at this Christmas time, Lord, I ask that you would comfort them and that you would help them. I pray for those young, those old, and those in between. Lord, that you would please, please, Lord, speak to their hearts. Encourage them and bless them this Christmas season. And with every eye closed and head bowed, if you're here this morning and you have never given your life to Jesus, meaning you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you've sung the Christmas songs, you've celebrated his birth, but you have never opened and received that gift for yourself, then I'm going to invite you to do so today. Have your sins forgiven. Finish this year a new man or a new woman, having the old things pass away. The Bible says that those who are in Christ are a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all has been made new. And maybe some of you here this morning are running a little thin. You're running on empty. You're having a difficult time. Know that you being here this morning isn't accidental. The Lord brought you here. And with every eye closed and head bowed, if that's you and you've never given your life to Jesus and you know that you've sinned and you like to be forgiven of that sin, then would you just raise your hand wherever you're at and say, yes, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Whether you're young or old, kid, parent, whoever you may be, would you just raise your hand because I'm going to lead you in a very simple prayer. And also this morning, if, if you're here and maybe you've walked away from the Lord and you're like, man, I need to get back on track, then would you raise your hand as well and say, yes, that's me. I want to rededicate my life to the Lord today. Would you just raise your hand? Because I'd like to pray for you right now. Nobody's looking around. Eyes are closed. Heads are bowed. 
And for those of you that raised your hands, I'm going to lead you in a very simple prayer. And just mean it in your heart. And repeat this prayer after me. This isn't the magic prayer. This is just meant to be a guideline. And just say this and pray this and mean this in your heart. Say, dear Jesus, I know that I have sinned. But I ask that you would forgive me of my sin. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you died on the cross for me. And I thank you that you have forgiven me of all of my sin. Would you fill me with your love and your joy and your peace and give me your strength that I might be who you've created me to be. For I give you my life today in Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, I pray for these that have prayed that prayer, Lord. I pray that today that they would know, Lord, that you have forgiven them. And now you're calling them to follow after you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they would turn from their sin. Lord, it's called repent and start following you, Lord. I pray, God, that they would get involved with a good Bible teaching church, wherever they may be from, Lord. And even if it's here, Lord, may that be so. And, Lord, I ask, God, that you would bless your people. Lord, I ask that you would bless our day today as it's just beginning. And as, Lord, we have a great day ahead. Lord, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross, to take our place. Lord, we rejoice. This is the greatest birthday party ever. We celebrate the birth of Christ. We receive gifts. We receive the greatest gift ever given. Forgiveness of sins and a personal relationship with the God who created us. And Lord, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time. All of the kids that are going to be now performing in the children's performance, uh, this is your cue to get up and to make your way to your left, my right, to meet Miss uh, Gabby. Gabriela Garcia is our children's director here at Vision City Church. And so, children, whether you're in the stands, whether you're sitting in the seats, make your way to your left, to my right, and join the rest of the team as they're going to be getting ready for our kids' performance. And at this time, our Vision City worship team is going to lead us in a special song as the children make their way over to the stage. So again, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. Uh, we have uh, a great kids performance where we're going to close out our time together. And then we're going to have a great, great afternoon just celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. So kids, you make your way all the way over to the right, to your left. And... I have to say this, I'm very excited too as well. Merry Christmas, and God bless you guys.
now we're going to have our kids joining us. Why don't you guys give them a hand as they come on up. everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth, which is called Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was one of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with the child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now they were in the same country, shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, angel of the Lord stood before them. Glory of the Lord showed them. They were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Instead of who there was, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So welcome our Vision City Kids Choir, guys.
And now if y'all would stand, we're going to close with one song. Weren't these guys awesome? Let's hear it for them again. So you guys ready to sing out unto the Lord all in one voice? All right, here we go.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, another round of applause for the Vision Kids Choir. Well, again, on behalf of Vision City Church, Merry Christmas. And then also know that now outside, um, all the activities are going to be open. You do not now need to get a red wristband. You guys are free to enjoy coffee, uh, uh, donuts, and all the food and all the activities that are happening now uh, this afternoon. So may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and a Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.